We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. I'm going into the cafe and I'm going to order a coffee. And I'm like, what? Like, what? Yeah. Thunderballs. I knew something balls. I just couldn't remember. The kids love it. I don't. I don't have a problem with it. It doesn't bother me. I just don't look at their eyes. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. <laughs> that was a, that was a zombie saying the greater good. I yeah, assume. I figured nice. that's how they would say it. Yeah. No, I was I okay. I was totally with you, one hundred percent. This is episode 427, 427, and tonight we're talking about Anna and the Apocalypse. And here in my notes, I spelled not only Anna wrong, but the Apocalypse also. Not the, but there's no Apocalypse. There's no L in Anna. Uh, no, I have three A's. <laughs> A-A-N-N-A. <laughs> no. And Apocalypse, uh, A-P-O-C-O-L-Y-P-S-E. Apocococo... Lipes. Lipes. Were you, you trying to spell Acapulco or something at the same time? I don't know time? what happens. I just When I type this stuff, I do it fast. and Anal I, I, and Acapulco. Yeah. Anal, anal Acapulco. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty good Mexican Don't adventure. make that the title, Sean. I don't. <laughs> that's too long anyway. Uh, I don't think uh, anal should be in the, in the title. No, I don't think so either. Okay. That's probably a good rule of thumb is that we shouldn't <laughs> use the word anal in our titles. <laughs> this is going off swimmingly. All right. Uh, I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew, also sleeps in a ball pit, Jemison. Well, you would know it, Sean. Um, yeah? The pit of your balls is where I like to cradle my head. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boy, I didn't, didn't know that's where we were going to go, but all right. Sorry. <laughs> well, you set me up. I had to. I had to volley. Uh, yeah, that was pretty yeah. good, actually. I gotta admit. Yeah, I I was not expect, uh, expecting that at all, but there we are, and here we are. Uh, Sam will probably join us later. Um, we'll find out. I don't honestly know, but hopefully he'll be here in a little bit. But making his uh, zombie-like return, uh, just like a just like a zombie that you didn't shoot in the head. He's he's stumbling his way back onto our podcast. Is Jim? had to defeat his evil principal in order to graduate high school from the film Rage podcast. Uh, oh, excuse me. Yeah. Hey. How you doing, man? Welcome back. Oh, man. This is the best day of my life. Talking about this movie with two of the most awesome people on the planet. Maybe oh. three even. Who knows? Maybe, is, maybe even three. Maybe even three. This is the best day of my life. Well, that's good to know, and we won't tell your wife that you said that. Yeah, um, she knows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we had Jim. It's, well, it's good to have you back. We had you on. Uh, it feels like six years ago uh, when we had you when we had you on the the first time. It was uh, it was very warm when we had you on. I'm trying to I'm trying to roll back the time here to see what what movie did we have you on for. <sighs> I can't remember now. I can't, <laughs> I can't either. I just remember we had fun. Well, I don't, of course. I don't think Andrew loved it. I oh, we did. Uh, we did Hancock. Oh, yeah. Hancock. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. Andrew did like that. I did. 
Uh, Andrew gave it a 5.1, so I don't know how much he liked it. He liked That's... the hand cock. That's the part he liked. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good 50% of the movie <laughs> that I liked. Uh, great. Oh, uh, this, oh, this is good news. Ladies and gentlemen, making his... Um, Oh, okay. Well, Sam sent me a message and said, "Heading towards Skype, I just made it home." So he'll let he'll let me know when he's in front of his machine, and we can give him get him into the call here. But we're gonna we're gonna carry on uh, as if we know what we're talking about. And also, as I'm uh, vamping here, I realized that Andrew and Sam and Jim don't know what our top three is because I didn't say anything, and no one made a decision on Twitter. So therefore, I just said, "Let's do zombie movies." So here we are. In the intro of the podcast, I'm letting everyone know that our top three is zombie movies. Yes, I know we've done <laughs> zombie movies before, but I no one smarter than me came up with a better idea. So here we are. <laughs> All right. Um, yes, and and that is okay. And I just realized how bad I am at this. I have not done top three in my sheet spreadsheet here in a long time oh my goodness you know i you know what kind of zombie movie i don't think i've seen what's that while we're vamping here i don't yeah. think i've seen a cowboy zombie movie and i believe it's about time for one do you guys uh, know one yeah there's there's a couple actually i like off the top of my head i can't remember but um yeah there's there's a few actually there, hmm. there, you can zombies has, has just made such a it's my favorite genre of of horror film by the way so well actually it's it's changed it used to be zombies but now it's just things that eat people so it could be you know zombies that eat people sharks that eat people monsters that eat people people that eat people anything that's eating people i'm gonna i'm signed up for easy very good okay yeah. i like it um and they, who doesn't so they, want a western zombie movie? <laughs> i mean that does kind of sound fun right i'm 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 not not gonna lie that does kind of sound fun so uh yeah all right uh so we'll we'll start off with our uh our read here we are oh what are we doing i did say we're doing anna in the apocalypse 2018's <clears throat> anna in the apocalypse and i had never heard of this movie this is so funny how this works and it just kind of feels like this is the way the internet of things work and that is I had never heard of this movie until, sorry, 2017's Anna and the Apocalypse. I had never heard of this movie until Jim said, I said, hey, Jim, do you want to come back on the podcast? And you're like, yes. I said, we're going to do Christmas movies. Let's do something fun. Okay, here's this thing called Anna and the Apocalypse. It's literally a zombie musical. I'm like, oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. I watched the trailer. I'm like, yes, let's do this thing. So I'd never heard of it at all. And then one of the Discord servers that I'm on about two weeks ago says, hey, we're going to watch this movie called Anna and the Apocalypse. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, we're doing that for the podcast in like two weeks. And then someone else posted like a week later, hey, I just discovered Anna and the Apocalypse and it's hilarious. And then like yesterday or today, another podcaster, Anthony yeah. Love, yeah, he was like, hey, I also am, I'm watching. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is you the started movie. started a trend. Yeah, it's just so funny. Oh, only I, I wish. But it's just funny how that just kind of all everybody all at the same times um, are wanting to do uh, to do this movie. Yeah, it's so, kind of yeah. funny how things kind of come back like this. This really tanked at the cinemas and it's become this cult favorite now. Like it's just 
anybody who who appreciates the horror humor uh, genre um, has fallen in love with this film. It's just it's just one of those films when you watch it. If if it's if you like that type of of humor, uh, then this this fits the bill for sure. Yeah, and it's yeah. Christmas themed, right? It is. Oh yeah. I mean, all of our movies this month have been Christmas themed, uh, and it's been. I mean, you know, a little bit. Actually, that's not true at all. Uh, last week's had nothing to do with Christmas. It was just fun. Uh, now that I think <laughs> about it, because as I said, we started off with Spirited, the the new version of the A Christmas yep. Carol, and then last week was Wrongfully Accused. Again, nothing Christmas about it. It's just a lot of fun. Uh, it's my favorite Leslie Nielsen movie. And then we will end the month with Vegas or Christmas Vacation. So, nice. Which is my favorite Christmas movie. Uh, yeah, and I couldn't tell you the last time I watched it all the way through, so I'm super excited to to revisit it. But we are not there yet. We are here now with Anna and the Apocalypse. So, Andrew, tell us, what is Anna and the Apocalypse? A zombie apocalypse threatens the sleepy town of Little Haven at Christmas, forcing Anna and her friends to fight, slash, and sing their way to survival, facing the undead in a desperate race to reach their loved ones. But they know, excuse me, that they sooner, no, I, I'm trying, but they soon <laughs> discover <laughs> that no one is safe in this new world. And with civilization falling apart around them, the only people they can truly rely on are each other. Aww. Yeah. All right. And for those of you listening and, and not watching this on YouTube, I did put an entire orange slice in my mouth and then realized I was going to have to do the read. So I then... <laughs> Injected it out of my mouth <laughs> and have been holding it ever since. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll talk for a second so you can eat your orange because Andrew just got <laughs> home or something. He, he hadn't had a chance to eat. So there, there you go. <laughs> um. So Jim, uh, you you introduced us to this movie, so I'm going to let you go first. Why don't you hit us with your five word review? My five word review is zombie. Christmas musical. Yes, please. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so this movie kind of hits all the notes for you, right? Literally, well, that's the pun intended. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> what makes it actually super funny is we saw this uh, as a group of friends at, in the theater when it came out. Because, you know, we're pretty connected to what happens new in cinema. That's kind of what we do on our podcast. And... Um, it it only ha- played for two nights in our city, so we went the Friday night and watched it, and then we we brought even more people back to the cinema to see it on the the Saturday night. But I absolutely hate Christmas movies. I absolutely hate them. If I'm going to watch a a Christmas movie, it's going to be a Krampus movie. Like I like horror uh, Christmas movies, um, and I hate musicals. Like it's like to know that this movie was a, a Christmas musical, and then. Because but because it had the zombies, it made me want to see it. And and now this soundtrack is probably one of my favorite soundtracks of any of any movie I've ever seen. So uh, it just goes to show you if you can write good music, then it's worth seeing. It's interesting yeah. that it, it's like, uh, you know, a couple of genres that you hated, but there was enough of one genre that you love to kind of push you over the edge to go watch it. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I mean, anything with zombies in it, I'll watch. It doesn't matter what it is. But 
um yeah like i wouldn't have gone to see it if it was just a christmas movie i wouldn't have gone to see it i would i would absolutely unless i was dared to see it would not see a musical ever we have a joke on the on our podcast right now where i i'm now at six musicals that i actually like okay because i just i was dared to see one that someone thought was gonna i would hate but i actually liked it (laughs) what what uh what are the six i'm curious Oh, I can't even remember them now, but, you know, the the classics like The Wizard of Oz and Sound of Music and uh, Tommy, Listomania, uh, obviously Anna and the Apocalypse, and uh, now The Apple. All right. I, I, okay. Has anyone seen The Apple? I've never even heard of it. Oh, it's a must see for anybody that likes musicals or does not like musicals. (laughs) <laughs> it's made in 1980 and it is it is the most over the top like 80s movie like think Xanadu but like where you swear everybody's on weed like it's just when they wrote this it's like there was no script it was just like we got to shoot a bunch of weird shit and throw music into it it's it's beyond hilarious and the ending the ending is one of the best endings of any movie ever made like even if you don't watch the whole movie just kind of skip to like 15 minutes left in the movie and watch the last 15 minutes it you, you don't really need to see much more <laughs> but the ending the ending is just absolutely comes right out of left field yeah highly highly recommend the apple <laughs> that's interesting cool all right andrew what's your five word review well i have two um Shaun of the Dead meets Glee. <laughs> nice. Nice. And, That's really good. And my second one, my new favorite Christmas song. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but it's basically the song about wanting to do Santa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because what... I let my wife listen to it because uh, she hasn't seen the movie yet. But uh, I said, you gotta, you got to listen to this. She was cracking up. She was almost crying at the dinner table. Uh, of course, I had headphones on her so that the children couldn't hear it. But uh, very funny song. The, the entire musical, I really enjoyed. Um, I thought it was very witty and funny. The story is not necessarily... Um, oh, nice. <laughs> got the soundtrack there. Um the story is not necessarily original. It's 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 a zombie a zombie flick. You know, it's just uh, Christmas sprinkled in uh, and around it. Um, but it's it's a I don't know if you guys have ever seen. My kids love it. It's a it's a book series, but it's also a TV show called um, Last Kids on Earth, uh, and it oh, is a yeah. zombie apocalypse book for kids, yep. and it is hilarious. And this reminds me a lot of that only. Um, you know, an adult version at Christmas time. But yeah, lots of cool stuff. I mean, I did have some some things like uh, that just really made me laugh. Like, like the the headmaster that's retiring, the size of the button that he yeah, is wearing it's so awesome. is ridiculously large. Oh man! <laughs> um, and then uh, at the musical that they're putting on the penguin rap, oh, just <laughs> rolling in the floor on that. <laughs> Um, I have a story about yeah. that. 
I'll I'll tell you guys later when we talk 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 more about the musical part of it. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more about the penguin rap. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I had a lot of fun though. All right. Uh, before we go much further, let me introduce uh, joining the podcast here. Better late than never is <laughs> Sam. Once tried to kill me with a candy cane vector. Well, doggone it. You, you kind of like eight mild me there. That's what I was going to use to kill you with tonight. So, um, this time, I guess I'll use a, uh, a PlayStation controller and, uh, and use it kind of like a, a whip to, uh, to ensnare yeah. you and then, and then beat you over the head with it or something. I, I, I can't imagine in that moment, they're like, Hmm, we need weapons. Oh, I'll know. Here's a wired PS3 controller. <laughs> like, <laughs> or a watermelon, two watermelons. Yeah. yeah the watermelons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that would kill anybody, but anyway. Yeah. Sorry I'm late. I had a brass rehearsal uh, tonight for church. So and I no am, worries. I am in. I'm uh, here now, though, to talk about this this movie. Yes, and now that you're here, give us your five-word review. Oh, uh, it tried... See, I, I didn't think of this before. It tried very hard. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I didn't like this movie, y'all. I did not like this movie. Can I, can I go ahead and just go into why? Yeah. 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 Go All right. Um, and it had nothing to do with, with the, the plot or, or the, the, the actors or anything like that. It had to do with the uncanny Valley. And this happens sometimes with musicals where you absolutely know these people are not singing on the set. They are in a studio. They're in some safe place where they're singing and they're either just mouthing the words or or half they're just half singing right yeah and i that drives me up the wall right i don't want things like uh, when they lay miz did it right there um you know that's a little too much but there is there is a, a little disconnect between the words that are being heard and and what they are mouthing for this musical and that drove me to the point where I, I really did have a hard time watching this thing. It's as bad as Polar Express is with the dead eyes for me. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you think it was, because you could tell the difference be, between the sound, I mean, just mm-hmm. the sound quality, because you could tell that it had been recorded and um, you processed, know, yeah. processed and processed, everything yeah. together. Um, yeah. Was that what bothered you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's it. Right. Yeah. You know, it, it I, and, and I couldn't even enjoy the songs that, that were somewhat clever because it was so annoying to me. Um, it's almost like nails on a chalkboard, only it's a visual thing, right? You know, it's, it's, it's the, I don't know, it's that uncanny valley with musicals that they sometimes do this. You know, we watched Spirited a few, was it last week? The week mm-hmm. before. Two weeks and ago, there's not that problem in there, but I'm almost willing to believe that that was studio versus on set. Um, it's just something to do with the sound design. And I was hoping, Sean, you would be able to kind of explain what went wrong or what they were doing to, to make this. I mean, obviously it's not a big budget film. It's not going to have star power. Um, but is there a way for them to fix that kind of thing? Well, uh, I mean, the, the biggest issue is just simply, you know, spirited was a, you know, a, a $60 million movie. And this one was probably a $2 million movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this movie made $673,000 total. 
Now, I think Jim is responsible for about 500 of that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, 100%. But I mean, usually in the case of this kind of thing, Sam, is like when they're yeah. on when they're on set, so they've already pre-recorded all of the all the uh, the singing. It's already it's mm-hmm. already done before they they do principal photography. And then when they're on set, they just have a dude with a boombox playing it so that they can get the dance number right. Mm-hmm. And and so maybe there's a little bit of uh, human lag from the time mm-hmm. that they hear yeah. the words and sing it out loud to whatever. I mean, maybe there's a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um, it, it didn't bother me. Now, in fairness... <laughs> This was probably the most distracted viewing of a movie I've had in a long time. <laughs> um, there's, there was just a lot of personal things happening at my house that just yeah. made it not conducive for movie watching. An so easy movie. Yeah. I, I, between, between kids stuff and there was some other things happening. So, uh, when there was singing, I was just enjoying the moment of some, of some, <laughs> some music. <laughs> Uh, because life was kind of crazy for the last two days. It took me two days to watch this movie. Yeah. So that stuff didn't bother me, but Hey, it bothers you. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I kind of wish it would have leaned into, uh, I don't know the Christmas more. Um, you know, I, it's supposed to be a Christmas zombie musical and it just didn't feel like there was a whole lot of Christmas in it. There's is nothing there more... but Christmas in it. I don't even know is what it... you're talking about. She's carrying <laughs> a candy cane for half the movie, fucking killing zombies with it. That's like, if that's not Christmas, I don't know what is. Plus, just... plus they had a Christmas pageant with penguins. Yeah. Penguins. Not been too many. Not been too many Christmas. Well, maybe more Christmas song ish. It just did no. not feel. No, did not feel they like needed Christmas. none of that. They needed none you... of that. Sam, you missed you missed my five word review, but yeah. this has my new favorite Christmas song of all time in it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, one is it? Uh, Just it's go the one to the album. Yeah. Just go, uh, don't watch the movie then if you if you can't get past <laughs> lip syncing in yeah, a movie. Yeah. Uh, first off, how did you survive any kung fu movies? Like, do you hate kung fu movies? I don't watch them. Well, there you generally go. don't watch them. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. kind of explains a lot there, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's that time of year sung by Lisa. Yeah. That's the name of the song, I think. Yeah. And, yes. Uh, oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> if if my uh, if my recording uh, situation would have worked out, the the clip that I have is of her talking about emptying her uh, Santa emptying Santa his sack. Sack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That song just, it made me crack up. And I oh, listened yeah. to that three or four times, actually. And the hot yeah. football players in the background. It, <laughs> and the, and her, his grandmother, like, just jiving to it. She's like, this, oh, yeah. is mm-hmm. the best, this is the best song ever. And the funny thing is, is, like, different people, like, their reactions in the audience. Like, most people were, like, kind of disgusted. But, like, there was, like, one dude that was, like, super into it. The headmaster, yeah. right? Yeah, the headmaster. headmaster. Well, not just that. Well, that was funny too because he's in the booth that it, it like when the oh, dudes no. came out. Oh no! Yeah, the retiring headmaster. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, he loved it. He, yeah, he, he was into it. The other headmaster or principal or whatever the hell he was called because he was also assistant. assistant, whatever. Like this is I don't understand the school, right? I mean, I guess when you have a low budget film, you don't have you know a budget to hire 
multiple actors, but like he was the drama teacher and the principal and the rule enforcer and the, you know, head janitor. Like, <laughs> I was really confused by what he did, but like when he's in the booth, first of all, okay. If, if, all right, I, I have to, I hate to do this, Jim. No sound guy in the history of the planet ever put headphones on to, to mix live sound. You don't do that. So when they put the headset on, I'm like, okay, clearly. Yeah, but they're but they're doing a recording of it. So no, they're not. They're they're there they for dumping live. The, they were dumping it into an <laughs> MP3. They're doing it for live that's, sound. That's it's... why I have. That's why I have the actual musical. <laughs> yeah, because that, that night they put it on, on <laughs> iTunes. But like his reaction made it seem like he was really into like because I thought that the dudes was like his because he he felt like a guy that had like complete control over every aspect of this play or musical or, or performance or skit whatever the hell it was, and um, so when those dudes came out like like wait is he really really getting down to it? like this is his kink is like seeing high school boys not wearing a lot of clothes <laughs> but then he's like mad I was like oh. He didn't play He's that mad right. because of the profanity and, and the implications of what she was singing. Right. And yeah. what does he say? Like, uh, it's a something pornography. Uh, yeah. Guy. I forget what he said. Yeah. But, and this uh, is he coming from a mass murderer. So it's like, it's like everybody's got their kink. He likes to murder people. And, you know, <laughs> well, we don't know that yet. But yeah, you're right. We would find that out later. But he <laughs> he was just oh, like, I mean. Just talk about a a, a tropey villain, right? I mean, oh yeah. The, the, as soon as I saw him on screen acting the way he was, I'm like, well, first of all, I know he's gonna die last and horrifically. Yep. Because because he's such a douche. <laughs> I didn't quite see until a little bit too late the the part where he was willing to turn all of these other people into zombies just to make a point. Yeah. Um, but yeah. What a what a douche. I, I'm watching um, this scene again right now. Um, and I just, she says, my chimney needs unblocking and, and the way that he, uh, the, uh, Anna's dad turns and looks at the headmaster with this smile of like, isn't that funny? Yeah. The headmaster looks like he's about to strangle somebody. Like, I don't know. That's so funny to me. And I'm not even listening to it. I'm just watching it. He was so good. And like the, the. The assistant headmaster was just he was so evil and over the yeah. top it's you, you go in like this obviously you know unfortunately for sam this is not his kind of movie it's <laughs> it's it's camp it's silly i mean even the scene where they take the snowman's head off that you know that's not possible right it's just not possible to do that trust me i've tried and uh and you know, it's just, just you got when you go into these type of movies, you gotta just go into it with the fun side of it. Yeah. Uh, and trust me, I, I mean, there's movies that I watch that I can't get past any of it to enjoy to get to the fun. So I I understand yeah. that this is just not your type of movie, right? Well, and it's it's, think, it's just that it's it's the uncanny valley. That's the only reason, right? If 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 I think they could have fixed the sound issue, it would have been, I would have been able to have a lot of fun with it. I think you would have enjoyed it more had we watched it like together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is a together is, movie for sure. It is. Yeah. And then by, by the fa- fifth or sixth time you've seen it, like I, I watch it every year for Christmas. Um, yeah. I mean, I put this, I put the soundtrack on and I'm singing around <laughs> in the dance. It's like Rocky horror for me. 
Nice. Yeah, going back, I hate to keep like beating the dead horse here, but going no, no. back to the uh, assistant, uh, yeah, assistant uh, headmaster, headmaster there, he is probably our biggest star in the film, right? Because he's mm-hmm. he was in Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. Well, well I think Anna's gone on to do stuff too, though. Like she's yeah. she's played a bunch of TV stuff, I think. Well, I did see she was a a twirler in Les Mis. Oh, <laughs> so she she spun around uh, on the screen. Well, that was an early film for her, I think. See, she's in the TV series series, excuse me, Dickinson right now mm-hmm. as Sue Gilbert. Yeah, and she is in. She was in an episode of Lore, which is kind of cool. And yeah, she was in Les Mis in 2012 as Ensemble t- Turning Woman. Oh, I'm tur- <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought it was twirling, but turning. Yeah. 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 Uh, but she's done some TV and stuff, so you know, good good for her. She's done some other music videos. Apparently, she, uh, I mean, she can sing. I mean, that's her voice. Mm-hmm. That's uh, all of their she, voices. All. Of yeah. Them. She's also in a movie called Lady Chatterley's Lover mm. as Mrs. Flint, the teacher. So I keep seeing this. Oh, it's a Netflix thing. An unhappily married aristocrat begins a torrid affair. With the gamekeeper on her husband's country estate. Oh, there. Well, I like phrases like "torrid affair" like that. <laughs> yeah, um, me too. Yeah. So, <laughs> no oh, wait, one else. Is that is that the Lady Chatterley's Lover? Yeah. Yeah. That, there's an original of that. Have you ever seen that? It's like one of the first softcore porns that I've ever was ever made. Oh Lord. Oh. Yep. Yep. Should we watch it for the podcast? Oh yeah, you definitely. That's. <laughs> With your, with your parents, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with your parents. Yeah. <sighs> with my parents. Okay. Um, my five-word <laughs> review was typical zombie film with singing. So, and I say typical zombie film, and I also misspelled zombie. I was on a roll. Jeez. Um, I say typical because I was expecting an atypical zombie film. I was expecting Shaun of the Dead. I was expecting yeah. slapstick with some humor and uh, I guess slapstick is humor, but like I was expecting that if we're going to be a musical, then it's also going to be kind of silly and that there are going to be no consequences as, as a result of that. Just the team is all going to survive and they're all going to whatever, right? They're going to, you know, go establish a new colony somewhere and, and be happy and sing together. And good Lord, I was wrong. I mean, when, <laughs> Uh, the the first one to go that I was in, incredibly surprised by was the 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 friend zone dude. Oh uh, yeah, Sean. Yeah. When yeah. he got bit in the hand, I thought, oh, this is not this that no kind of. Wait, this, this is, is not, not going to have Hollywood a Hollywood ending. No, this is not going to be a Hollywood ending. He got he got it, and then and then they just started slowly going one at a time, and then it just ended up with. With Anna and the douchey boyfriend and the blonde lesbian. And, like, that was it. I was, like, I mean, when the dad went, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Movie, what the hell are you doing to me right now? You're making me sad in my feels. Like, I don't I don't want that. This is, we picked this movie because it's supposed to be fun time December, damn it. And you're making <laughs> me sad. Oh, no, you said, Jim, pick, pick a Christmas movie that you like. 
Yeah. That's what I did. This is my Christmas. This is this, perfect. Uh, the fact that people were dying left and right actually made this so much better for me, which to me made it not atypical. I mean, you compare it like Zombieland. It's like the same characters are now going to live for every 10 years. They're going to come back. Zombie land is not a typical, is not a typical horror film. That's a parody of, of yeah. yeah. But but this is, this is is the same thing. It's the, you have so many influences of Shaun of the dead in this movie. Right. Like there's, you can see it even when she come, like when she gets out of bed and she does that whole scene, that's just like Sean's scene when he goes to the grocery store, it's like almost a complete ripoff. They're they're totally parroting yeah. the whole Glee versus Shaun of the Dead. Like it's intentional, and and it's mm-hmm. and well, they they are yes, they're they're doing a um an Edgar Wright kind of feel to the movie, obviously with the music influence and mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, yes, you're not wrong, and some of the shots felt very Edgar Wright. Also, my my point of being a, a typical zombie film is that when I think of typical zombie films, I think of movies like. 28 days later and world um, war z. z and uh, world war z maybe not i don't know because world war z is not a group that that has to survive until the end that's true yeah you know like you mean like, like dawn of, of the Busan. dead or night of the living dead you mean day of the dead yeah like romero yeah. stuff yeah yeah, yeah train to Busan's another good one too like that's a movie where there's a group that only survived to like one or two yeah and and that's what this is. Again, I thought that the gang was going to be singing happy songs at the end of the movie. I did not realize that in the movie, like it, it's depressing at the end because they don't have direction. They don't know what to do. They're in a car until they run out of gas. Like this is the apocalypse. This is the end. And the only thing they have is the three of these people and a candy cane sword. Like that's all they got, you know? So <laughs> it's, uh, it's a depressing film. So <laughs> I, I found it was the opposite of depressing. It was like they have these three people that all really don't get along together. They're in a car. They've got tickets. One person has a ticket to Australia. Like, this sounds like they got rid of all the dead weight. Like, they've, they've, <laughs> yeah, they're not, she's not going to Australia. It doesn't matter that and, she has a ticket. And, and, <laughs> and they gave you everything they promised in the title of the film. Anna... And the apocalypse. The apocalypse. It is, it's yeah, absolutely everything and then, that you were promised. Bonus, you get Christmas as well. Exactly. And so much Christmas. <laughs> yeah. But I, there's, there's Christmas all the way through this. There, there, there is. I, I, I'll, I'll fight back on saying this. This, this movie, you know, it does kind of have. But I mean, I guess to his point, it, it's, it's like saying, okay, here we go. It's kind of like that. Die Hard is a Christmas movie, right? It's a Christmas movie because it happens at Christmas. But there's no Christmas themes. It's not like, oh, we're going to come together as a family so that we can save the bakery, you know, like a Hallmark Christmas movie, right? <laughs> like like this is, you know, well, people it, eating people. <laughs> well, let me let me just counter counter uh, counter the counter the counter the counter here. Uh, at the beginning, Anna is not a fan of her dad. She can't wait to get away from him. And by the end of the movie, realizing he's now going to turn, spoiler, uh, she realizes how much she loves him. And there is this like almost Christmas story there. Like, you you know, you, you, it's the Grinch. Like you, you hate Christmas so much. And then at the end of the movie, you love it. That's what this is. It's a, there's a good story there. 
there's a there's a there's a yeah it's a it's not it's a typical teen angsty story it's a typical Mm -hmm. i hate my dad but by the end i realize i love him because he's the only person i have left in my life because mom is gone like that that's in every teen angsty movie ever yeah, but is every like you keep saying it's a typical this, but then you go, oh yeah, it's not so typical. And then, oh, it was like this. So you're like, oh, it's a typical teen angst movie. But how many teen angst movies does everybody die? Or how about not enough? Every teen angst. Not movie enough. Yeah. Well, that's a hundred percent true. Or it's a musical that people die. You don't get that. And it's a zombie movie. But then you know, not every people that people that lived at the end are not people you thought was going to live like it everything about this was a surprise the first time i saw it and even when i watch it now it's like it's like it's typical i think in the sense that each genre that's within it but when you put it all together as a piece it there's nothing typical about this because everything's a surprise like did you expect the way that it rolled out like when the first guy died you're like wait a minute i wasn't expecting that Right, but once the first guy died, I knew, oh, this is a typical zombie movie, and then I just assumed that everyone was going to die. But like they I, so that was another surprise. Well, I wouldn't call it a surprise. It's just I knew she wasn't going to die because she's the star of the movie. So her name's Anna. The, so yeah, yeah. So the fact that she lived was you know typical. Um, I was surprised that the boyfriend showed up because he was kind of a hopping man for a second. Like he he. He goes into the wood to the shop, and all of a sudden he just miraculously showed up. And I, and I actually thought he was going to show up having been infected, and then that was going to be a plot point also. Um, so I guess they they anti troped me on that one because again he just he just shows up like a Deus Ex Machina, which is fine. I'm all I'm all for those. Um, I know it sounds like I hate this movie. I didn't have a I didn't I don't hate this movie. I'm just saying that um, the the stuff that I you know, the originality of it, the musical part, again, I liked the music. The songs are great. The dancing is good. I thought the choreography was really good. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like the, 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 the Edgar Wright feel of it. I liked the jokes that at the beginning of the movie, they're singing this happy, Oh shucks. It's going to be a good day. Mr. Rogers theme. And there's chaos and violence behind them. <laughs> and they're the most two unaware teenagers in the history of, of teenagers. And it was hilarious. I loved it. So I, again, yeah. don't get me wrong. When I, I keep saying that it was a typical, I just meant that what I was expecting, my 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 expectations were confounded. And I'm not necessarily mad about that. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Did nice. did you expect to see a seesaw used as a weapon? <laughs> yeah. No, but like that's a fun <laughs> thing about this kind of movie is like like you get to you get to have weird weapons like bowling uh, balls. A bowling ball or a pin <laughs> or a giant. I mean, the fact that she's holding a candy cane on the poster, I didn't actually expect that to be a legit weapon uh, in the movie. And also the... Um, <laughs> nice. Again, the controller, uh, you know, the the, the, the PlayStation yeah. controller was just... I mean, apart from the watermelon, was probably the dumbest thing ever. But, like, even the band of... Ro- the, the roving band of dudes that, like, these guys all were horrible people in in normal life, but they thrive in this environment because they get to be, you know, dicks to, <laughs> to zombies, and they're all for it. So, you know, they're they're a, a walking trope. The only difference is is that one of them wasn't black. Like that's the only trope that they're missing is yeah, one they guy. Didn't, they yeah. didn't have the, the token black guy in their group. Yeah. Yeah. I, you, I, you know. Oh, go ahead. Go, I was just gonna say, you know, one thing that really made me laugh out loud and i i'm so sad that you don't have the clip but 
as they are in the bowling alley and they're cleaning up the the shoes that are on the floor and she like you know uh croquets one into the uh into the bin with the the mop or the uh push broom broom, and then the guy throws it and hits the janitor lady in the back of the head the sound she makes (laughs) (laughs) i thought okay sean is gonna get that sound and that's gonna be one of his sounds forever because it was just a funny sound and i went back and listened to it two or three times because i laughed so hard wait should have sampled it could have been your drum track But but the the douchebags who are who thrive in the uh, environment again is another I guess if you want to call it ripoff or trope but almost directly from Dawn of the Dead when they get invaded by the uh, motorcycle gang because they're doing similar things they got they got pies and they got you know mm-hmm. water bottles and stuff so it 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 does it's it's uh, the people that made this film are huge lovers of the genre of of zombies and apparently musicals and and christmas movies so it's it's yeah and i thought the writing was pretty clever yeah you know when they're standing outside the church or the town hall or whatever that is and the tree is burning and she looks over at john and he's eating a banana and he <laughs> just goes mm, potassium like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so much, but it did. Uh, or when they're lying in the ball pit and they're they're like talking about who's still alive, right? Not Tay Tay. <laughs> yeah, I still How call her Tay Tay to this day. Tay Tay. <laughs> yeah, and then they had the uh, the F Mary kill, you know, yeah. whatever. And he's like, "You're gonna kill Rihanna." I didn't say that. Well, that's the only person you would, you know, like like, like again. That stuff was funny because it's kind of what teenagers would do in the moment. Oh yeah. Um, totally. Though I did laugh because I, I was like, "Well, I can tell this is an American because none of those soldiers had guns." And so all I could think of is like, "Do British soldiers not carry weapons?" Because it shows all these zombies, but none of them had firearms. And like even yeah. the the kid that had to kill his dad, you know, like he gives him. He says in the story, he's like, "He gave me a bat." Why does an army guy have a bat? Why wouldn't he give him his sidearm? You know, I watching. You're right. I don't know if I I trust him with a bat or with a sidearm. But he's like, son, I need you to kill me, but we're gonna do it in the most violent way possible. Here's a bat. Like again, I'm just. uh, I I, you know, it's a product of a movie that didn't have a budget to have firearms, is what it is. Or or no, just a product of a a movie that was made somewhere other than America. Well, that's true. They wouldn't have they wouldn't have had guns in Canada too. Like it's just. It, it's funny how you notice that as an American. That's well, actually... I didn't until Sean brought it up, but yeah. you're right. I mean, if this were made in America, every person in this movie would have found a gun somewhere at some point. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're just lining the street here in America. That's the way it is. I mean, I could probably go outside right now and just find one in the gutter, but um, actually, I actually think... use one as a downspout on the side of my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I have a an AR-15 as my my shifter in my Jeep. You know, it's, it's a little, it's a little. Uh, but See, I we, mean, we have to go old school in Canada. I'm, I shouldn't say that because it's not too far to get to the the should I say the rural community where I live. Like you drive twenty minutes outside of my city and you're in rural Alberta, and uh, I'm sure there's a significant percentage of guns per person. But in in our city, 
like we have to go like katana swords like we wouldn't be right which which is a good which is a good way to do it if you're fighting zombies because you need something with uh, an unlimited ammo my point is is that these were soldiers is my point (laughs) like if if even in Canada, if a, a major outbreak showed up and the U.S. or sorry, in the in the Canadian, you know, uh, armed services show up, they would be armed. Yeah, so, but they're they're in their own country. They're like it's like they're they're not there patrolling. They're they're training. They're probably just going jumping over, um, you know, big walls and going under dirt and stuff. They weren't standing around. They were probably attacked as they were doing their training. I don't, I don't think you understand how the military works, Jim. <laughs> well, they have to stay fit, don't they? Even, Every time even you watch Canadian our... soldiers have firearms. Like, you guys yeah, did not, help us in World not, War II, right? They're like, not uh, walking around the base with firearms on their hips. But They, they were, should. They, no. well, they should. So they, o- officers would. But if they were, um, again, not in they Canada were, and the UK. They, they were deployed. They Again, they were deployed. Were right? they? It, it literally happened in like twelve hours. They said, "Hey, the army base, the army is going to come and get us." Yeah, but they were. Just that means they're that. on. They they're they on all the. Got killed. But they're on the base where there are firearms. I, yep. I can't believe I'm still. They would this not argument. go out. Go without. They uh, would firearms. never have done that. There would be guns everywhere. And if the kid, again, the my point is, is that the dad gets bit on the army base, he would yep. be armed. Instead of handing his son a bat to beat me to death, he would just give him his sidearm and say, "Shoot me in the face." Jim, anyway, the we're gonna move is, past this. I can't the, believe the thing I is, we're we're just brainwashed as Americans. That's all. Yeah, yeah like I, I don't even—that's not the first thing we think about in like civilized countries. Sorry, the I mean, first. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is that the first thing I thought about? It's just a, a comment that I wrote down in my in my notes here. <laughs> was it the first thing? The first thing I know was it's typical zombie film. No, that's not the first thing. <laughs> Well, my first note was seriously, is is this teacher the principal and the drama teacher? Like, that part was confusing, because I didn't know. And obviously, he's the sound guy, badly. Mm-hmm. So, well, but they it's didn't... his project. It was his pro- Like, he was the... He, he was a control freak, right? So, he was controlling the uh, actual Christmas pageant, because he's a control freak. And he's he's the assistant principal, who often, in a lot of small schools, will have an actual other teaching job. Yeah. It's not like there's not, there wasn't like 3,000 kids going to that school. It was like a size of like 400. It's a smaller, smaller city, right? Smaller town. I guess you did say in the, in the read there, it did say the quiet town of, of Humperdinck or something. The quiet little town, Little Haven. Haven. Sleepy town of Little Haven. So I guess sleepy towns can't afford multiple teachers. Oh yeah. I just, I just, I love the fact that they had the janitor out there running lights and the, and the assistant principal's sound. They didn't, now I will say this, I applaud the movie for not giving me the feedback trope on a microphone. I appreciate that. Oh, that's true. They didn't uh-huh. do that. I would have dinged this movie a whole point had they done that. Not, not really. Um, <laughs> I just, I hate that. Every time we have that trope, I have to call it out. But I, I applaud this movie for not doing that. Because that's even in my notes. I, my, my, I wrote... But literally, this is how my notes went. Is the teacher, the, the teacher, the principal, and the drama teacher. Second note, I don't know why, but seeing bowling in England seems weird to me. Because really? that, fe- that feels like such an American thing to do. Yeah, but I, I feel like that's very British. Because if you think about, yeah, if you think about the sports that, 
no offense to our British listeners, but if you think about the sports that are in Britain, other than maybe soccer or or football, as as they would call it, uh, they're kind of lazy sports that they're good at. You Drinking know what I mean? Sports. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, sports. Like darts and croquet yep. and shuffleboard, I'm sure, is huge over there. Uh, cricket. Well, <laughs> cricket seems cricket. extremely strenuous. Cricket, maybe. And now rugby. Okay, I'll give them rugby. Yeah, rugby, yeah. yeah. I, I just, for some reason, when I think of bowling, I think of two types of, of two images conjured in my mind. Because I, I like the bowl. I love the bowl. I bowled with you guys and had a good time. But mm-hmm. I think of two types of people, rednecks and 1950s. Like the U.S. 1950s, where that's where the man went to escape the wife was the bowling alley, right? Like in Pleasantville. So I don't know why. It just seemed weird to me. It just seems like that's an American thing only. So, again, that's just a weird thing. I wonder if they eat a whole plate of nachos over there while they're they're bowling as well. (laughs) uh, That would make it very American. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. So my next note. Okay, sound guy here, but you would never put headphones on to run live sound. I've already (laughs) mentioned that. The next one was, at least they didn't do the mic trope. So, I mean, you know, I'm giving the movie credit here, okay? And then I started to write, I wrote, wow, C-H, wow, C-H, and then I stopped. I don't know what I was trying to say. And then my next note is to the sound marker uh, uh, time code so I can pull the clip, which I can't do, was unload your sack. So... (laughs) (laughs) um uh and then my next note was uh zombie killed with a spatula lol yeah so yeah it was kind of maimed because it came back right that's true it it did come back so but again as i write my notes i don't know what's happening so i just i just write it and then i just i move on because then then my next one was psycho teacher i can't wait for him to die (laughs) and i loved his death i loved the fact that his death was the result of a the a prop from the play that yep. you know, almost got it was a callback. Yeah, yeah, it was a callback. That was a really clever thing. So when she and, and that's an homage to one of the greatest musicals of all time, uh, to Phantom of the Opera, the Chandelier. Oh, I never even yeah. thought of that. Yeah, you're I didn't right. Either. I feel like yeah, you're and stretching. Scream. And scream. <laughs> I'm stretching a little, but I yeah. scream, scream two. I think was was that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd have to take your word for it. I've not seen a single Scream movie. Hmm. What? Really? Even the first one? Even the first one. I watched wow. the opening scene where Drew Barrymore gets killed. Oh, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, it's in the first <laughs> 10 seconds of the film. I think we all know that. You should just watch the first one because they're yeah. all the same after that. Well, I know what happens and like I know who's the killer and all that stuff. But like, oh. you know, it's, got, it's a hundred year old movie. It's fine to get spoiled. I don't really care. But yeah, exactly. again, you know, we, none of us are really big fans of that that genre, but that's okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh yeah, so that was like that was my next note was like, haha, the star made a return. And then my last note was that movie was a lot sadder than I thought it would be. So that was that's all my notes. It's and a Christmas uh, movie. It's tugging at your heartstrings. I mean, it yeah. made me cry. Eh, maybe not cry. It made me a little teary-eyed. I mean, it didn't make me cry like uh, some other movies have. But I was, I was bummed out about the whole dad thing. Like that was really, uh, yeah. that was a bummer. So, um, yeah. But she wouldn't have come full circle unless her dad was going to die. She grew up that day. No, I mean it's also yeah yeah you're not wrong. It's kind of a coming of age story with with that kind of a thing. Um, 
Uh, it also reminded me uh, we were talking about typical zombie movies. What was that that um that Zack Snyder one that we watched for the podcast? Were they were they Army attacked? of the Dead? Army of the Dead, yeah. Army it, of the Dead, yeah. It, remind, it reminded me of that in that big group of people. They all kind of get picked off one at a time. It's like okay, you just kind of expect them all to die. Now that movie, that movie also kind of had a oh none of them survived kind of a thing except the one guy, but. In, in the most bullshittery of bullshit I've ever seen in a movie. But <laughs> Plus it's a Zack, Zack Snyder film. It's yeah. a Zack Yeah, Snyder that film. that's not it's a, it was an alien movie. There wasn't even they weren't even zombies. They were aliens. Wait, what? They were aliens. They're aliens. I thought they were zombies. No, they weren't zombies. They were aliens. You're you're just saying that to be to No no to... No, no, no. That's a, they were aliens. It, they you know, they could talk and they came down from another planet and they infected. Yeah. Go do some reading on the web about it. Like there's a whole, there's a whole. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to take your word. Out of that. Cause they're bringing back another one after that one. Right. So they, uh, well, the, yeah, the no, other they're, they're they, aliens. It's, it's an alien movie. The other one that they did is a as prequel. What's that? The, the other one they did was a prequel. Yeah. They're doing this. I think they're doing a sequel to this one. The army of the dead. No, well, as long as Zack Snyder's not doing it, I don't really care. But <laughs> if he is, then that's fine. I guess he's not doing DC movies anymore. I guess he's got time on his hands. But yeah, probably. Well, he's doing that uh, knockoff Star Wars film on Netflix. Oh, really? What's that? I don't know what that Rebel is. Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon. Mm-hmm. Is a Rebel sounds... Moon. More, more, more. That sounds no? awful. Okay. Yep. All right. Moving on from that, um, anybody else have anything else to say about this movie? Because unfortunately, I don't have clips to play. So this is where I would normally <laughs> play them, but I don't have them because my computer I, died. I want an inflatable ball pit in my house. Sure. Mm-hmm. I've made that decision. You know, quick story. When I was growing up, uh, my mother was a supervisor of, of, of three McDonald's restaurants. And so... We would spend a lot of time there, and I don't know if you know this, but the ball pit is actually one of the dirtiest places. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah in a restaurant. I remember uh, use condoms. Yeah, in there. I remember finding a ball that literally had human feces on it, and I, oh, I had to immediately uh, get out and vomit. Yeah, Uh, uh, that's that's fun. I'm glad yeah. you shared that. I thought that your, your, <laughs> the, uh, the audience would appreciate that. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's amazing. So Thank you. Next time you take your kids to Chuck E. Cheese or wherever Stay you might find pit. a ball pit. Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think there are ball pits to be found anymore. They're not a thing right. anymore? I don't think there are. I, I, Probably I for that know. reason, let's face it. Like, yeah. Yeah. They well, are. now we have those huge, uh, those huge foam cube pits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like that's trampoline. way that's way better. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. Um, the music in this, though, like I, I think we just have to. Uh, one of my things that I, reason I actually hate musicals so much is because the majority of the time they're replacing um, the songs with just what's happening in in the story but not even in a good way and not usually usually catchy almost all mm-hmm. the songs in this were actually catchy well written they had a broader scope to the lyrics and the message in the songs 
And, you know, like most musicals is kind of like, oh, I'm going into the cafe and I'm going to order a coffee. And I'm like, okay, what? Like, what? What is happening here? These songs are terrible. There's no hooks in any of them. And they're just repeating stuff that, that, you know, the chorus just happens to be, and then I bought a bagel, and then I bought a bagel, and then I bought a bagel, and that's the, the chorus. These songs had a lot of deeper meaning. It had, mm-hmm. it had like, um, the one uh, human voice, for example, the one yeah. where they're all separated from their friends, and and they're at the bowling alley, and that comes on. Like, there's so many, there's so many songs in this that connect you to the bigger story that and that and were really really catchy so the writing in this not just from the actual uh script side but from the music side is one that you know that's why i can still listen to these songs i I, there's not very many musicals i do because again i don't care if they went and ate a bagel uh it really has no no deeper meaning but these songs all spoke to me in a deeper way and they're kind of pop tuny as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. They're catchy. Enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of the musicals recently that I that I enjoyed, right, are like The Greatest Showman, right? Those 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 songs mm-hmm. are songs about not only what's happening in the moment, but about their thoughts, right? They're singing their mm-hmm. thoughts, their feelings, their emotions, which I really enjoy. Right. It's not I'm going to go buy the bagel, but it's (laughs) how does the bagel make me feel kind of a thing. And like, that's what that movie does. What are some of the other musicals that that are that recently that have come out? It it feels like we've had some some recently that are really good. And I can't think of any off the top of my head for some reason. But besides Disney movies. Right. I mean, like Moana, you know, like there's whatever. I mean, even Spirited. Right. We all kind of enjoyed the songs Spirited. Because they were also kind of fourth wally breaking moments, right? Where like Will Ferrell's about to start singing, and then Marley goes, "Hey, no, we're not going to have a song." And then he keeps going, and he goes, "Fine, you can have whatever you want. Just don't sing the song, right?" Like, you know, that's what made that movie fun for me was that they were kind of breaking the fourth wall in that. So, no, the the, the tunes in this, you guys are right. That the tunes are catchy, they're fun. I do think Sam, you're right. Our our I guess Jim is right. Is to you should probably listen to them off of the movie. And I, yeah. I kind of want to also, I haven't, I didn't have a chance to, I didn't have time to do that, but that, that does sound like a lot of fun to just go and, um, listen to the know, soundtrack. Just, yeah. Listen to the soundtrack. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. And it'll bring but, back memories of the movie that were positive, except for Sam. So, <laughs> <laughs> It'll be traumatic for him. He'll be sorry. It's the same reason why I I can't I can't enjoy Polar Express. It's it's the dead eyes in this in this case. It's the the ad, the was it ad libbing? Not ad libbing. Um, lip sync. Lip syncing. Thank you. See, see, I would have thought it was just because the movie was terrible. It was a book that was, you know, fifteen minute read, and they turned it into an hour and a half movie because there was there's nothing to it. I thought that was the reason why you didn't. No, no. The Polar Express, not this movie. Yeah. Um, no, we watch the Polar Express every year on Christmas Eve Eve. Um, the kids love it. I don't. I don't have a problem with it. It doesn't bother me. I just don't look at their eyes. <laughs> um, honestly, don't look Sean, at them in the I, eyes. Sean, you oh. and I were talking earlier about how old I am. So 
our kids grew up with the book, the Polar Express, yeah, and the cassette tape read by William Hurt. Every okay. night before they would go to bed on Christmas Eve, we read the Polar Express. Well, actually, William Hurt read the Polar Express. And may, may he rest in peace. Uh, may he rest in peace. And uh, we would listen to it on the cassette. So the the book we have is has a CD and it's read by um, uh, M- Mr. Taken, uh, Liam Neeson. Fred Savage. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Fred so. Savage. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part of the show where Sam just interjects <laughs> random actors that. <laughs> read by Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a different story, I think. Santa's like. <laughs> well, and speaking of Zemeckis and things being longer than they need to, so the Zemeckis Hello. animated, yeah, yeah, for that. Uh, the Zemeckis um, animated Jim Carrey version of A Christmas Carol was on last night, and we oh, watched it. Yeah. And, you know, there's 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 probably 15 minutes of just putting Jim Carrey or I guess uh, Scrooge in peril for no other reason than to just put him in peril. Mm-hmm. And like even my kids are bored. They're like, yeah, like, what is I'm confused? Like, why is he small? And like, what is happening here? And like, it's just there's a lot of that in that movie. And it also came out at the time at the height of 3D. So like mm-hmm. Marley's. Uh, chains or flying at your face. Like there's a lot of things coming at the camera. Uh, I shouldn't have said that either. Um, <laughs> but there's there's a lot of things flying at the camera, and uh, that that movie just it. Uh, I couldn't watch it. I just I was I was thankful I was doing something else. But the kids wanted to watch it, and so we watched it. But anyway, so but we did. I will say this. This is funny though. I, I have to admit this. So we, uh, Sunday, we hung out with some friends and I was, they said, Hey, what was the podcast? What movie you guys just do? And I was like, we just did spirited and they go, Oh, we should watch it. I'm like, yes. So we put it on and we watched it. So the kids came in about 30 minutes in the movie and just sat down and started watching it with us. And we all got to watch the good afternoon bit. <laughs> so we watched that and we, we, we didn't get to finish away to leave, um, to come back and I had to do a, another podcast. Sam and I were on a a guest podcast that night. And so anyway, uh, was it last night or night before? I can't remember. It was two nights ago. I can't remember, but we're watching the, um, Oh, it was last night. Yeah, it was last night. And we're watching that, that Grinch movie or the Grinch. We're watching that Scrooge movie. And, you know, and Scrooge says multiple times, good afternoon. And every time he would say that we all shouted to each other, good afternoon. Like we all <laughs> like repeat. I mean, we were into it. It was really funny. So, um, I, I just, I liked it. I, I didn't realize that in, the, they took that from spirited, like that actually must have meant something. Cause in the movie in that Scrooge, I keep saying Scrooge. Oh yeah. Scrooge is I keep saying Grinch, but in the Scrooge movie, every time he says good afternoon, people are like upset. And I just thought that was really <laughs> funny. I'm like, Oh, maybe that's real. Maybe that whole, that whole bit is real. So anyway, good afternoon. All right. Good afternoon. Andrew, um, do you have a game for us? I do. Well, now oh, is here. a good time to play it because I it. have nothing else to do. All right. Uh, Jim, who do you want to play against, me or Sam? Uh, it doesn't matter. All right. Whatever. So for, for, for those of you that don't know, I will introduce the game now because usually I have a little sounder, but and I will <laughs> I'll insert it at some point, but 
Not yes, right now. Will. Yes, I will. My gosh, we're all over. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we say, hey, did you notice? Or this is the game called, hey, did you notice? This is where a game where Andrew has found strange and obscure moments in the movie that have absolutely nothing to do with trivia or any bearing on the movie. He just wants to notice, to see, did you notice? Uh, it's a back and forth game. Jim will go first. And I'm going to make Sam do it just because um, oh. it's fun to make Because it he's do. being punished for not liking this movie. Yes, exactly. Oh. Jim, if you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, Sam has a chance to steal the point. Best out of five wins. Andrew, take it away. And and this week's Hey, Did You Notice is sponsored by... Three years in the making and countless amounts of rage later. It's the third annual Film Rage Krampus special. Yay! Yeah. With our very special guest, the god of rage himself, Casey the Nerdy Photographer. Hans Gruber had this to say. I first met Krampus in uh, a Bavarian beer hall in the mid-90s. Santa's head elf, Ernest J. Keebler, Ernie, to his closest friends, said, I haven't seen hairy balls like that since, uh, well, <laughs> let's just say it's been a long time. Is it true? Will there be Krampus's hairy balls? Yep. Don't miss the event of the holiday season. Three years in the making. Gather the children and grandparents around the Krampus podcast listening bag and get ready for... Film Rage 3rd Annual Krampus Special! Streaming live starting December 28th, 2022. Everywhere, look for Film Rage Podcast where you find your podcasts and feel the rage! All right, and now on to our game here. Uh, so Jim, this goes to you before John makes his donation gift for the homeless. What does he drop on the floor? What did he drop on the floor? Hmm. I don't even remember the scene. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of what he dropped. Was it, um, was it a condom? <laughs> no, oh, Sam. Was it a candy cane? It was his coffee cup. Coffee cup. Yeah. So it was I, something that he was eating. Yeah. I don't know that it was intentional, uh, or if it just happened and they left it in the movie because he goes to put his coffee cup in the trash can, and then it falls onto the floor as he walks away. So I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny. That is interesting. Good. Yeah. Now All right, I Sam. Remember the scene there. You got it. Yeah. yeah. All right, Sam. This is yours. As we are introduced to Mr. Savage. We hear him complaining about the bulletin boards. He says, more snowflakes. That picture's not straight. And then he mentions a drawing pen that was missing from what corner? Um, Which I assume is a push pin style thing. Yeah, from the upper left corner. Jim. I... Upper right corner. <laughs> he says, uh, drawing pin is missing from the bottom left hand corner. Oh, oh we were so opposite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, we had a 25% chance. You had a 33% right. chance. Yeah, so that's right. Yeah. I still blew it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim, we go back to you. In Anna's locker, there is a map of Australia. There are several hearts drawn on the map. How many hearts? Oh my God! Map. You counted the yeah, number man. of hearts. There was a lot. Oh my God! There were so many because she drew it all the way around the country. That the map goes all the way around the country. Um, yeah. 
I don't know, let's say 17. Sam? I'm going to say five. Neither of you are right. Sam, you're closer, though. It is seven. Seven. So there were seven hearts in different locations on the map. It must have been, like, all the major cities, I'm guessing, like Perth and Adelaide. All right, Sam, this is yours. What is the name of the bowling alley where Anna works? Lucky Strike. (laughs) Jim? Oh, my God. I knew this, too. I don't remember. Oh, it was something super funny, too. Oh, my God. Uh, I know it's something balls or something. Um, I forget. I'm going with balls. It's balls. I'll give you half a point because it is thunderballs. Yeah. Thunderballs. I, I knew it was something balls. I just couldn't remember. Nice. All right. Half a point to Jim. Got it. <laughs> All right. Just because I, I have no, I never have a problem forgetting balls. <laughs> and then, uh, Sam, this is yours. During the provocative It's That Time of Year song that the, uh, the audience is clapping at the end, and we see Christopher's gran or his grandmother. Uh, is it B? Yeah. They call her B. Beside her is an empty chair with a sign reading reserved for... Who? Oh my God! It was like Bill Smith or something. It was no? not Bill Smith. Okay. Jim. It's it's for Chris. Yes. Yeah, it was you're correct. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Chris Because he wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. It was for Chris because he was off doing his shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was supposed to be sitting beside her, and yep. that seat was reserved for him. So there you go. So a point and a half goes to Jim. You win our game today. Well, I should I should hope because Sam really didn't watch it because he hated it so much. And I've seen it enough times. I should have known all of that. <laughs> it's not that I hated it. It's that it was creepy. <laughs> That's why I like movies because they're creepy. <laughs> all right. So uh, uh, time for this. Awkward pause for the sound. All right. This is where we're going to give our top three, and we're just simply going to do zombie movies. I know we've done it before, but it's been a while since we've done it. So here we are, zombie movies. And and this week, Sam goes first. All right. Um, So uh, I'm going to give an honorable mention to the uh, White Walkers in uh, Game of Thrones. I know that's not a... um, movie but that's why it's an honorable mention um plus i'm trying to give myself time to load up a list here on uh google um so uh (laughs) let's say um i'm gonna give a uh train to busan my number three because that was that's so good it is so good Uh and um i i love my Shaun of the dead uh so number two and then I will definitely do Polar Express as number one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good call. <laughs> so dead eyes. <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> he's, he's done. That's his answer. I'm done. I, That's I it. Love it. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not going to change. I love it. All right. Well, fight, uh, fight me over it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to. 
<laughs> All right, uh, jump. Uh, so I will go, I guess I'll go in reverse too. So my number three is also trained to Busan. Yeah. And, uh, it's my goal one day to actually take that train to Busan. That's my ultimate goal in life is to do that train, train ride. Hopefully not in the same circumstances. Oh, whatever. I'll be cool either way. Uh, (laughs) so my number two is Peter Jackson's Dead Alive. Okay. And my number one favorite, which is also happens to be my favorite movie of all time, is the original 1978 Dawn of the Dead by George Romero. Oh, nice. Okay. All right. Is that the farmhouse one? Is that the? No, that's night. Night. Uh, the, okay. the Dawn of the Dead is the second in the in the original trilogy where it takes place at the shopping mall, which Zack oh, Snyder redid the right. Dawn of the Dead yep. in. The, yeah. Yep. So that's here. That's it's. If most people that are zombie fans will say that's probably their favorite because it's is that the one was, with the baby zombie that she gives birth to? Yeah, that's in the Zack Snyder version. In oh, the, Zack Snyder. Okay. In the Romero version, it's it it was it was one of the first um, American films that actually had so much gore in it, and it, and uh, one of Savini's first um, effects films that he did so it's uh it's a classic i mean the zombies are blue so the <laughs> coloration is terrible it's <laughs> it's campy and fun and it's just gory and there's just scenes in it that are just i've seen it probably well over a thousand times in my life i, I need to see the original because i think i've only seen the snyder remake the snyder snyder verse one yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the, okay. it's it well i grew up on it right like it's yeah i'm that old so i uh, <laughs> i wasn't old enough to see it in the cinemas um so my best friend and i we we were huge horror fans and we we bought the actual like back then when the movies would come out if you had the book club you'd get the physical book of the movie so we we got the book because we couldn't get into the movie but then the very last night playing we tried to sneak into the movie every single night for the entire summer and then at the very last night the guy who was (laughs) usher said I'm not going to tell my boss. You guys can watch it. So we got to see it in, in cinemas when it first came out. So it was, it was my dream came true. And then you now my next, my next dream is train to Busan. Nice. Very cool. All right. Um, my list, which is going to be pretty similar because, well, we kind of have some similar tastes though. I will admit I've never seen the day, day of the dead, dawn of the dead, excuse me. Um, I just haven't seen it. So that looks like it'd be a good one to do for the podcast, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. Let's see. So my number three is going to be 28 Days Later. Ooh, with the fast zombies. Yeah, that movie freaked me out, but I liked it. As a zombie um, aficionado, I'm going to say it's a virus movie, but that's okay. Well, it's, the, <laughs> it, it's labeled as a zombie movie, but you're not wrong. I mean, you know, it's fine. Uh, number two, Shaun of the Dead, and my number one is Train to Busan. I, yeah, I, I love that movie so much. Um, so, so such a good movie. Yeah, Andrew. Okay, I'm gonna also have on my list Train to Busan because it probably, in my opinion, is the best zombie movie that that I can think of. It's the one that I've enjoyed, but then again, I haven't seen that many. So of the ones I've seen. It's my favorite. Uh, also, my favorite foreign language 
film. Yeah, I, really. Again, I haven't seen yeah. very many it, of those. It transcended oh. the uh, the the communication problems. Yeah, it was such a good film. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Yeah. So that's gonna be my number three. Um, and then number two, I have Zombieland, just because it's fun. <laughs> uh, and number one, just to piss off Sean, I have Zombiebers. Zombievers. Nice. I wish I had that clip of I, I feel, feel like, like a, a Power, Power Ranger. Ranger. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a Power Ranger. <laughs> oh and that's God. your first? Zombievers was your first? It it didn't beat out it didn't beat well, out. Train I, to I, no, train to, I, I, yeah. My order would really be reversed, but just okay. to make Sean mad, I wanted to make that number one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> very cool all right uh twitter did uh chime in a little bit which was kind of fun not a lot but we had a little bit of a of a response here and so i will oops i clicked the wrong tweet and i'm scrolling here blind. so we did have uh, sh- uh let's see sean faust just said i can't get enough of that movie uh drew from across the stars said dawn of the dead sean of the dead in 28 days later and then Harry Potter 7.2, Harry is a zombie after his death. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never thought about that. Okay. Uh, our good friend uh, Jessica from Opinionated Luscious said Day at Dead and Breakfast. Never heard of that one. I don't know what that is. Is that, is that a Canadian movie, Jim? <laughs> what's, it, what's it called? Dead and Breakfast. Bed and breakfast. Oh, it's like the spin on bed and breakfast. But no, I haven't seen that one, so that's uh, on my list. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, dead and breakfast. Let's see. Here we go. I'm looking this up right now. Ooh, the trailer popped up. Let's see. 2004, rated R, hour and a half long. Uh, directed by somebody I've never heard of. Stars Jeremy Cisco. Um. I mean, it's got a bunch of actors that at least have photos on IMDb. Oh, Diedrich Bader is in this? What? Nice. Jeffrey Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Wow. Oh, yeah. I've seen this. I'm looking at the poster. All yeah. Right. It's fun. A night at a local bed and breakfast turns into a bloody supernatural fight to the death. All right. That's fun. Thanks, Jess, for that recommendation. Well, not, I guess not a recommendation, but for that. And uh, also... Uh, the Horror's Edge podcast said, I liked Zombieland. So, yeah, nice. There you go. Thank you all for participating in that. Time for this. This is where we give this movie a score from 0 to 10. Andrew goes first. Okay. Um, I've already forgotten what IMDb said. but uh, IMDb gives us a 6 out of 10. A, a solid 6 out six. of 10. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm... I had fun with it. Uh, there were a few things, and Sam's not wrong in, in what he's saying about the, the sound editing and sound production. Um, so for that, I will dock a, a little bit. So I'm going to go, uh, let's say, a 6.2. I'll go a little above IMDb. Okay. I'm surprised you're that low, honestly. Uh, Jim? I'm going to go 8.5. Okay. I like it. For my favorite Christmas movie. Sure. Sam, what you got? Yeah, um, I'm going to give it a 5.18 out of 10. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah it's okay. It's not... I, I just, again, 
it's it's just hard to to get through for me. All right, well that's fair. I get that. Um, I gosh, I was I was trying to think of what score I was going to give this. I was actually going to go higher than Andrew, which is interesting because it felt like for like an the first hour of the podcast, I was not I was kind of ripping this movie, but <laughs> um, I feel like this is a movie that I, I should watch a second time, and I, uh, you know. Again, the movie confounded my expectations, which is not a, a bad thing. I, I kind of I kind of liked that it did. And I was really surprised at how good the music is. I think I commented on that on Twitter a couple of days ago when I started to watch the movie. And I think, Jim, you literally commented with, I bought the soundtrack, you know. So <laughs> um, yep. this, this music is good. It really is good. So I, uh, I'm going to give it... Um, We've already had so many jokes about it tonight. I'm just going to give it a 6.9 because, you know, why not? We've already had a lot of those kind of jokes tonight. So, <laughs> yeah. I feel yeah, like baby. we should just. That's a perfect. Uh, which uh, gives it a score of a 6.695, which I think is pretty good. And, uh, yeah, there we go. That's the movie. Nice. Jim, tell our listeners where they can find you and your podcast, Film Rage. You can find Film Rage on Instagram, Facebook, and on the Twitter at Film Rage YYC. And you can find our website at filmrageyyc.com. Or you can just go search Film Rage Podcast on the Mr. Google. And um, and you'll find us about seven down. Uh, but Nicolas Cage is the first six. Because, I don't know, the rage thing, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can find us everywhere. And, uh if you go to our website, I think our website is pretty fabulous. But if you go there, you can see every movie that we have reviewed on the podcast on our reviews page. So, Okay. Very cool. cool. Yeah, go check him yeah. out. And, of course, links to his stuff will be in the thing. Uh, what's it called? Show notes. That's what's hard <laughs> to say. Show notes. <laughs> next week Whatever is our is. Krampus special. So nice. third nice. annual Krampus special. Third annual? Third annual Krampus. We don't usually have a Christmas special. We have a Krampus special. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, that's it. That's the show. That's all I have to say. Go uh, go check out Jim and also check out our website, cheapseatreviews.libsyn.com. There you will find links to all of our fun social media uh, or go to linktree.com slash cheapseatreviews or linktree slash cheap to reviews there you can find links to all of our stuff too go buy some merch uh get get that special uh well i guess it's too late for christmas but you know go buy it for um new year's eve gift giving for those that do that kind of thing i don't know sam's birthday's coming up maybe you want to buy him a t-shirt that's a good Yay. idea yeah so let's let's all do that let's uh, all clothe sam Yes, we need to clothe Sam. <laughs> and also, um, leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. That'd be super de-duper. Next week, uh, very excited to have making their Cheap Seat Reviews debut, Drunk Theory is coming on the show to do Christmas Vacation. Woot, woot. So, uh -huh. very, very excited for that. And hopefully, my computer will either be up and running, or I will have bought a new one, and we can have... <laughs> Uh, clips live in the in the show again so with that all having been said on behalf of jim andrew and sam this is sean saying thank you all so much for listening and we'll see you next week for christmas vacation this 
is Cheap Seat Reviews.